touching on the top values here in week 17. Starting at the quarterback position, I am looking at Mac Jones. He is the cheapest of the quarterbacks that could go off. Obviously, it's more or less matchup-based going against Miami, a defense that has been poor against opposing quarterbacks. And I am a little bit encouraged by that really strong second half that Mac Jones had against the Bengals last week. Obviously, not something that you're going out of your way to play, but we could see it happen where he does go off and kind of breaks the slate so brian robinson at his current price tag is highly intriguing just given the fact that he got 22 rushing attempts last game and he has gotten multiple 20 plus rushing attempts two out of the last three games this is obviously much more of a matchup based play uh, going against cleveland one of the worst rush defenses in the league but i do like the fact that we could be getting someone that's going to get over 20 rushing attempts in a great matchup and i do think having carson Wentz at quarterback is going to benefit him as well chase edmonds is another one of those very kind of strong sneaky good running back plays i think on the slate given the fact that i kind of expect him to get more rushing attempts in this game heck last game he saw 42 percent of the snaps in his first game really playing with the denver broncos so i think next week maybe he gets up to 60 percent of the touches or uh, snaps and we could potentially see him get more touches obviously if this game gets out of hand where denver is playing from behind i think we could see chase edmonds get five or so targets he could be a nice sneaky play he's basically the same play to me as chuba hubbard last week obviously that worked out for us last week so uh, he's kind of in that realm of chuba hubbard where game script wise could favor him but still talent wise it's going to be there decent play not somebody going crazy with but at the same time someone that easily could go out and have 12 dk points or so so getting into the receivers i don't think we have like a Jahan dotson from last week where it's like a standout must play core play value play at the receiver position but we do have a lot of really strong uh receiver plays that we can end up now Corey davis is not going to be an elite value play but he should be back this week and if he is back i do expect him to get targeted around six times play about 80 percent of the snaps uh, this is a game in which the jets obviously need to win mike white is back you know that's not going to hurt uh, Corey davis it wouldn't be shocking to see him have a double-digit DK uh, performance this week. If we are playing Mac Jones, we got to try to play one of his receivers. I do expect Devontae Parker to be back this week as well. If he's not, Tyquan Thornton is a high snap share guy, but right now I think uh, Parker should be back, so he's probably going to play about 80% of the snaps as well. Maybe he scores a touchdown. Two players, Corey Davis and uh, Devontae Parker, that you don't love, but you could end up on if it lines up that way. Now, Sakias is someone that has really been kind of consistent this whole season in terms of he has not really gotten a zero except for two weeks ago against the Saints. Other than that, has actually been sneaky good as well. Saw seven targets last week, but the thing that I like is that he saw a season high 92% of the snaps last week, so gets a great matchup going against Arizona. If he's going to be playing that many snaps and going to get that many targets, he is someone that I do think we need to look at value price point wise. So last week, I was really burnt by Marquise Goodwin really just being uh, a decoy on the field. And because of that, we saw LaCron Treadwell get a ton of snaps, over 80% of the snaps last week, and he saw seven targets. If that is going to occur again, so basically if the injury report doesn't change for Goodwin, we can expect LaCron Treadwell to really be the receiver number two. Um, obviously not a great matchup, but at the same time, we could begin someone playing 80% of the snaps, getting seven targets at minimum price. Like that is still going to be intriguing to me. The issue with that is we do have one value play that's probably the best on the slate. That's going to be Greg Dorch. Now, it was so strange this whole season that Cliff Kingsbury was not giving Greg Dorch more snaps. We saw him just be a stud in the preseason and then follow that up in week one, two, and three. And then Ronda Moore came back and don't get me wrong, he looked good. So it makes sense that like maybe we see Greg Dorch's snaps like get trimmed down but not go away completely. And then we saw Marquise Brown get injured or come back healthy. And then his role was gone as well with Ronda Moore injured. And finally, last week, it finally happened where Greg Dorch, you know, he got the second most 
receiver snaps for the Cardinals at 58 total, which is kind of crazy. More than Marquise Brown, not that much more. So not a big difference there. But what we saw is AJ Green and also Robbie Anderson snap counts go down in favor of Greg Dortch. Something I've been waiting for the whole season. Just given the talent, given the film, given anyone watching any of the games for the Cardinals, they would have said, yeah, Greg Dortch needs more snaps. So I love the fact that that finally happened. And he is someone that really just targeted heavily when he does play. I mean, sure, if we got 10 plus targets, 10 receptions, that'd be huge. I don't think we can get that. But if we can get six targets, five receptions for 50 yards, like I like that a lot. Like if he's going to be getting over 50% of the snaps in this pass heavy game, like Greg Dortch is going to be someone that's going to be so tough to pass up on. Please go out of your way to play him. And then tight end wise, we do have two really good tight end plays. Uh, Jelani Woods is going to be a great play, a tough play to pass up on really if we get news that Kylan Granson is going to be out once again. Uh, Jelani Woods playing 64% of the snaps last week, and he also did that uh, in week 12 when Granson was out as well. Uh, 64% of the snaps obviously had a much better game in week 12 against Pittsburgh, but still last week, 7.3. We would take that at a tight end price that 2.8 that's actually highly appealing to me another player that i want to point out maybe maybe we don't get jelani woods as a good value play maybe we'd be potentially looking at bryson hopkins okay bryson hopkins is actually uh someone that really looked good in the preseason it's a player that the rams like and he saw 58 percent of the snaps last week now yes that could be potentially because of the blowout but also i do think you know the rams know their season's lost they want to get some good looks at their talent there he is one of their talented backups so i think it's no surprise that he got that many snaps i think we could potentially potentially see him get around 60% of the snaps once again. And if we get that at 2.6, he'd be an intriguing value play at the tight end position. All right, so now let's go ahead and give you guys a build with all that value that's out there. Uh, obviously, like an educated build. Obviously, we're going to try to pay it for the stud. So let's go ahead and do Greg Dortch. And then I'm going to go Zacchaeus for now. I just put two, uh, you know, receiver values in there. I like that approach. And then maybe we go with uh, Chase Edmonds as well. You know, you don't have to do that. Uh, then we should be able to pay up at quarterback. Maybe we go Justin Fields. I do like uh, Jared Goff a little bit more, uh, but this is just for example purposes. Uh, then you could easily go with CMC and you could still go Saquon Barkley. Tight end wise, I do think we're going to go with Woods. Uh, just right now seemed like one of the better values out there uh defensively i don't know let's go packers for now whatever it doesn't really matter uh, actually let's just go min price saints there we go and then receiver wise we still have a lot left over easy to go tyree kill and that's how you could really make a solid build by putting in these value price point plays uh while trying to capture all the studs but that's all i have for you guys for this value plays video hopefully you guys enjoyed it if you did you know what to do give a like and subscribe that helps me be able to continue to put out more content for you guys all right let's have a good slate and as always let's keep cash